this week on the Roommates Podcast. I really believe that a lot of guys need to understand before you complain about something, ask yourself, what are you doing to ensure that you are having the life that you want? Because a lot of guys are mad because they don't have the cars or the clothes or the girls or the success. They're mad about things. And I'm like, yo, you need to ask yourself an honest question to be able to analyze, understand why or why not. Why, why not? Why are you not having the life that you desire? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hafiz. start the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Another week, another conversation, another way of growing, maturing, having a good time. Yes, Lord. Enjoying life. Roommates podcast. Yes. Man. Yes. I want to go party. <laughs> We've been yeah. partying a while. Uh, we have not partied in a while. I want to party with all our friends, Fee. Uh, I want to show them a good time. I really do. Party in Houston or party in Atlanta? Houston, man. We haven't been part of Houston in such a long time. When last time we partied in Houston? Yeah. Do you feel like the, the Houston guys will be okay with, like, some of the party requirements, though? Yeah. Without complaining? Without complaining? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we practice, let me talk to them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> let me talk to them. Okay. Because, you know, we're used to a certain kind of party nowadays. I understand. <laughs> that. I understand. You, let me, you let me dress it up. You yeah. let me dress <laughs> it up. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, no. Definitely. I wonder... I wonder um, I wonder what the um hmm. Hmm. Got what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nah man. It's just it creates funny talk. It's just laughing at Kalip. Who are these bitches? <laughs> yeah. And Khalil doesn't refer to women as bitches because he's just using a joke example. <laughs> Love you, Khalil. <laughs> Love you, Khalil. Oh, we could cut the part out. But, uh, um, no. Yeah, I just want to have a good time with my friends. Um, miss those moments. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yes. What about sir. you? What's up with you? Man, I have been thinking a lot. Been watching a lot of videos on YouTube. Yeah. And I've been seeing a lot of guys complaining about life, complaining about their results, complaining about women. Mm. And to me, I view venting and complaining as two different things. Okay. I feel like it could obviously be seen that we complain. I feel like it's healthy venting. Yes. We vent, then we find solutions, then we improve our lives. Excuse me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do I have to bring out the song? Whoa, huh? (laughs) (laughs) The song again. And so I really believe that a lot of guys need to understand before you complain about something, ask yourself, what are you doing to ensure that you are having the life that you want? Because a lot of guys are mad because they don't have the cars or the clothes or the girls or the success. They're mad about things. And I'm like, yo, you need to ask yourself an honest question to be able to analyze, understand why or why not. Why or why not? Why are you not having the life that you desire? Yeah. And so I was thinking about it because one of the things that you brought up is that you feel like some guys 
don't know fully, going back to the Ephesians 1, 2, 3 example, you feel like a lot of guys don't fully understand, like, all in which, how behind they really are. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always try to do is I try to understand, like, what do I want and do I have the skills to get what I want? And I feel as though a lot of guys need to understand exactly, like, being a high-value man, what does that consist of? And what kind of work do you have to put in to get there? And to understand, like, really where are you at in the grand scheme of things, which is why I wanted to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. Because I feel as though there are five major categories to which define a guy being a high-value male. And those five categories are status, finances, confidence, style, and fitness. Those I, are feel the like f- those, I feel like you put that in order. I did. I know. <laughs> that's how it was in my brain. And so, especially when it comes to women... A lot of guys say, I want this kind of girl. But you got to understand, if this girl is a high-status girl, she wants a high-status, sorry, high-value woman, she wants a high-value male. And a lot of guys wonder, why am I not getting respected? It's very similar things. And so I want to walk through some of these things to help guys out to give them tangible solutions, help them understand where they're at, help them to be able to see where they need to improve at, to create a tangible and clear path to success that men can follow that I've been doing over the years. I got you. Anything like that? Anything you would like to add to that? No, no, no. I, I, I think all of those categories are important. Um, I feel like... Too much of any one of those categories can be a bad thing. So each category has to be healthy to that person's, that man's standard. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make that clear. Um, You know, whatever kind of woman you're looking for, um, obviously the standards can go up or down. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you don't want none of these things to get to your head and change your overall character. um, Because then now like people don't want to be around you anymore. So that's the only thing I want to add. So I think it's a gr- all good, great categories to add to the value of guy. Um, just don't let it get to your head. I love that point. And going back to that episode th- that we recorded last year, that's why we always say high character, high value. High character is first for a reason. Yes, high character is first. Internal work is first. And then high value is the avatar. Exactly. Because presentation is key. In life, presentation is key. And so it's building up and optimizing your avatar to receive maximum success. So we want people to grow spiritually, you know, walk with God, character, who you are as a person when no one is looking, and then value is your avatar. And the sad thing about life is that, if I'm being completely honest, in, in regards to life, the most important is character. 
mm-hmm. in regards to eternity, the most important thing is spirituality. Mm-hmm. But in regards to being a person in the 21st century, <laughs> the value is extremely important because yeah. it can either open doors or close doors for you. Yeah, most people focus uh, entirely on the value and then obviously the character and the spirituality yeah. because of that. So we want to go ahead, like so we want to do all three, but today we're going to focus on simply being a high value guy. Yes. Before we jump into it, Chris, what do you feel as though is an advantage of being a high value male? Um, I think it's a lot of internal advantages. Uh, I do think confidence is um, it's it's a key to a uh, to a man. Confidence, that pride. Um, it it just makes you feel differently about yourself um, in a in a good way, so I think that is, it has a lot of advantages. And then obviously, you know, the amount of doors can open, um, the people that you meet, the respect that you get. Um, obviously, it comes with some level of power, some level of notoriety, um, all these things. I think you have a greater chance of you know making changes in the world that you want to see. Um, especially if it's positive. Hopefully it's always positive. But, you know, you can be a staple in your community. You know, you can start, you know, uh, nonprofit programs. You can focus on charity work, you know, education, criminal justice, things like that. I mean, you have a voice um, in a particular community or neighborhood, and you can be an advocate for change. So it's a lot of good things that comes with uh, value because you're respected and you have, uh, power and like I said, you can make a legacy. And to me, a good example is like a LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, LeBron has that that value, and he using his value, his name, his brand, his celebrity, his fame, all for good. You know, with his school, with the nonprofit works, with the charities, with the changes. You know, him even him being a limelight and him being the example of a father and a husband that you know we all strive to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what value can do for you. I love it. I love it. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So if you're a young man, old man, man, <laughs> and you want to improve your value, the first thing I want to talk about is status. And I would de- define status as how people perceive you in the social hierarchy, which is not a very kid-friendly definition, so I'm thinking of a different one. Status is how people view you compared to other people. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. So here's why status is important. Because unfortunately in today's world, the way people value you is the way that they treat you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate thing. It should be everyone gets treated the, the same. same yeah. But we all know LeBron walks in, is not the same as, you know, La La La, La Montan, whatever yeah. you know, <laughs> some other La something name. Yeah, you know, La John walks. In. <laughs> Little John, <laughs> you know. So it's like, so the most to me the most important, but the hardest thing to get is status. And I define status two ways in today's world. There is social media status, and then there is career status. Yes. So, for example, career status is where are you at in your career field? Are you in charge? Are you employee? Are you entry level, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, for example, a guy who's a principal can be a high status person at a school. Yeah. 
a guy who's a surgeon can be a high-status person in a hospital. A guy who's a senior law firm can be a high-status person in the law firm. So to me, the first thing about being a man is wherever you're at, you want to be the best at that place. Even if it's not even like, let's say you, you don't want to be a principal, you're just a teacher. Are you the best math teacher at your school? Are you the best math teacher in your district? Are you the best? You know, so, so, so being a high status person comes with being an expert and being on top of your field. And so, Chris, what would you think is advantage of being a high status person in your field? Respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your, your voice heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you get a lot of, not a person, not a notoriety. Um, and I do think it's it's it, you give that um, you get rewarded too for your work. And I think that you know those kind of men. If you if you're trying to be high value and have status, you always have to have that sense of growth. Mm-hmm. You know that sense of always getting better and better and better. Obviously, that comes with sacrifice. You know, more work means less hours at home. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever is healthy for you. Yeah. But. Um, I, I think status, you know, just creates a level of, of respect, power, and opportunity that, you know, just being dormant doesn't give you. Yeah. And so I think opportunity probably be the most, um, one of the top reasons or top things you get from high being high status. And so the first thing I want you guys to do is to, for each of these categories, I want you to rank yourself from a scale of one to ten. Mm. And I always say you got to work your way backwards. So, for example, if I am, uh, what's an easy one? Let's just go freaking lawyer. If I'm a lawyer, the senior at the law firm is a 10. Yes. Then probably the junior is a 9. And then so on and so forth. So you got to go from the top and work your way down. So the first question is, where are you in your social hierarchy? And I'm going to be completely honest. As podcasters. Yeah. Where would you rank us on a scale of 1 to 10? As podcasters? Mm-hmm. Or personalities, podcaster, influence, whatever you consider oh my, us. No, if we go podcaster, it probably... And being amateurs, only doing it for like on our third year. I mean, I feel like we're higher than normal. I yeah. said we're like seven. So I always... My number, and I, and I did this before... I used to say five is average. So think about yeah, like... Yeah, we're about five, six, Five seven. is average. Like, well, what's the... Are we talking about average number-wise? No, I'm just saying in general. general? Like a person who's a five is in, in percentiles. Like if you're a 50th percentile, you're, you're average. Yeah. That's the average. Six is above average. Yeah. Seven is good. Eight is great. Yeah. Nine is excellent. Joe Rogan. Ten, Ten is, is perfect. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yes. So that's what that's so that's so this is a fun exercise to work your way backwards. So ten is Joe Rogan. Yeah. Nine is Joe Budden. Yeah. Eight is Andrew Schultz. Yes. Seven would be like friend zone. Yeah. So we're in like the sixth six. yeah. category. We're in the sixth category. So that's what you guys need to do to understand where you're at. You got to kind of start from the top yeah. and work your way back down. Definitely six. Yeah. We'll definitely be six. Yeah. So that's so that's something that you got to realize when you're striving to be the best. Yeah. You got to ask of who is the best in my field and then work my way back down. So so field status, we're sixes. Yes. So for us to be like 
to be to expect the world. Like, damn, why is that? Like, you see where you're at. Yeah, you see where you're at. You know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yo, you see where you're at. Yeah. You need to you need to work better, and you need to understand what a ten really is. Yeah, he's calling himself ten. Not Joe Rogan. Ten million per episode. Yeah, five episodes a week yeah. is a ten. That's a ten ten. Yes. 10-10. That's a 10-10. You know, new, new Joe Budden yeah. putting up 400000 on YouTube and yeah. whatever it is on Spotify. That's a nine. That's a nine, for sure. You no, know, Andrew Schultz making forty grand a month via Patreon. That's, that's, that's that, you know what I mean? So it's like you, you got to kind of understand where you're at, and then you got to work your ass off to level up. Yep. So right now, the first part is... Um, field status, yeah. career status, we're actually sixes. So we have, yeah. so it's good. We've, yeah. we've improved, but we have a long way to go. Long way to go. Long Obviously. way to go. Obviously. We know that. Yeah. Um, then the next thing is going to be um, social media status. The unfortunate truth is a lot of people judge you off social media. Yeah. Have you ever had job interviews to ask you your social media handles or job applications? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're like even jobs now they to judge you by your social media. Yeah, they'll media. look on there. Yeah, you know, see what you got going on. Yeah, see, see how many followers you yeah. have. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Stuff like that. Who's this kind of person? Yeah, see what you posting. You mm-hmm. posting? I hate you know America. Yeah. It's like, whoa, I'm good. Uh, yeah. So, social media status is another thing, and especially when it comes to shooting a shot at women. <laughs> women look at it. Hundred percent. Every girl I've ever dated, because what's gonna happen is a typical conversation. Oh, who are you talking to? Oh, this guy named Chris. Oh, really? Is he on Instagram? Yeah. So what's his Instagram? And then boom. And then, then boom. And then, there it is. Yep. And that's when the friends, the sisters, yep. the moms will then analyze you off of social media. Yep, they will. So the social media status, like it's it's it means the least, but it kind of means the most. Yeah. It has the most effect. Yes, most yes. effect in our primitive brains. Yes. So, like I said, you have to ask yourself where you're at and work backwards. Ten, <laughs> Dan Bilzerian, yep. Drake's, ten plus million followers. Yes. That's even. Uh, did I do that last time? Yeah, ten plus million followers. Then you go nine, one million plus the Stephans, the Derek Jacksons. Yeah. You know, then you go eight. The 100,000 pluses. Yeah. Then you go sevens. <laughs> the 50,000 pluses. Yeah. Then you go sixes. The 10,000 pluses. Mm-hmm. And then you go average about 1,000. So to me, it's like, you got to ask of where am I at? Yeah. Where am I at? Yeah. To understand, like I said, just simple worldly value system. Yes. Not saying that you can't do things if you're at a lower number or whatever, but, you, but when you're shooting shots, you got to see how she's kind of seeing you. Yes. If she's used to, you know, athletes and blue checkers, 100,000 plus following. You're not, there's no way you're going to make it. And if you're coming with your measly 1,200. It's not happening, son. Yeah, I get 1,200 likes in three seconds. Yeah. And that's your followers? Yeah. 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 yeah don't get, don't yeah. get, ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. So that's something that guys got to take into consideration. They have to take into consideration if they, if they definitely want that that status or that type of girl to get that attention. Yeah. Um, I do think social media is a tool that is that it's used nowadays. It's part of our lives. So you have to use it well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you may not have the 5,000 followers, but you can have the ability to post decent pictures. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? So yeah, here posting every once in a while. You gotta look at sound like sound smart. It's like something like that <laughs> that's just not helping your case at all. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like so that's what you mean. Make it your own, but make it good quality. Is what I'm I saying. I love that point, and that's a great point that Chris brought up. Having good quality content. So even if so, even and that's why I feel like our pages are. We we we're you know five point threes or whatever you know yeah, very yeah. low, but the quality is on par with the eights nines. Like we're we're definitely creating great quality work because that's like I said, this is the way you present yourself. Exactly. It's the way you present. It's like a, it's like a resume when you're applying for a job. Your resume has to look on point. You exactly. can't say, well, you know what? When I interview, I'm just a great person. I'm sorry. You gotta have the resume on point. Yeah. So exactly. That quality is very important on social quality media. Quality is very important on social media. And a lot of people, man, profile pictures. Yeah. If you if you don't have a picture of yourself, Chris, you know who I'm talking to. <laughs> if you don't have a picture of yourself, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you have to show yourself, man. If you're trying to shoot and you if you're trying to say what's up to a girl on IG Live on on Live and you got no <laughs> picture of yourself, nah, dog, it's not gonna work. Yeah. It's not gonna work. You have to show yourself, man. You do. So you gotta put your best foot forward. And it's like, and, and I'm like, do you not understand? That's how people are looking at you. When, you. when you're about to slide in the girl's DMs, guys, you look at her pictures. You know what I mean? You look at them. I know I do it. I don't see any. Did not, oops, sorry. So why do you think she won't look at yours? It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm telling no. you right now. It's not going to do it. So put put a goddamn picture up. No one. <laughs> it's that simple. Put a picture up. A good one too. Yes. Not the one of three years ago and you took it at somebody's wedding. Yeah. Nah, dog. Yeah. Like, I need Blurry a pictures. One. Like yo, like some people, I might I don't know, man. It's like some people don't even know. That's the problem. Some people don't know it's not good. Yeah. That's why I said usually I always tell people, find what's at the top and work your way down. And realize, yo, why am I putting out garbage? Yeah. Nothing wrong with working your way up, but you got to understand, like, yo, what's good and what's bad? You know, like, if I'm going to the basketball court, who with the homies, and I'm wearing, you know, shacks, that's, that's not good. No, it's not. Look at everyone else. Okay, Chris got the LeBrons. You know, you got the Kobe's. You got the, you know, the Jordan Five. Shaq okay, he's a good player. He's an amazing player. But his shoes, you better yeah. not show up if, around. If, you, if you're wearing the Stephon Marberries, <laughs> to. <laughs> And you're like, oh yeah, these are just shoes. What, what's wrong with them? If you're that oblivious, you guys, that's why I love this episode about self awareness. I'm bringing the freaking magnifying glass <laughs> to show you who the freak you are and how you got to improve. Put a picture up, please. <laughs> just, just, just put and a good picture. ones, a good one, good ones. You can do it. I promise yeah. you. Yeah, and then and then if you're gonna do the no smile, make sure you're not looking like you're gonna kill somebody. Because some guys have the no smile is just like. Like it's just it's just like they're looking like they're gonna kill somebody. Nose master the no smile. Who? Me? Yes. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Like look at go on Chris's page <laughs> at below HTX B E L O W H T X link in the description below and look at it if you wanna do the no smile. You gotta so, master it. So for me it's like you gotta understand guys. Presentation is important, especially in this generation. So when it comes to status. Social media status, job status, obviously job is more important, but like Chris said, social media is going to have the most impact. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you got to know what your face looks like. People, yeah. People have to know what your face looks like. So you have facial expressions 
that works for you. You just got to find it. Exactly. Smile doesn't work for me too well. Yeah. So I understand that. I'm cool with it. So obviously, I do the opposite and it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, jump us into, and I, in my opinion, I'm going order okay. from what has the most impact. No, status, status is has one, the most impact. And finance is number two. I know you're going there. Good now. Do finances for us. So listen, man. (laughs) Money is not everything. Mm -hmm. But money is is a very useful tool once again. And we're we're talking about high value. um, And we're trying to use our value for good. You definitely need money. Mm -hmm. You know, we know the money is the root of all evil. We get all that. Uh, we know it can be a bad thing. You can get greed and you can cut people off and cut corners and fraud and all that stuff. Not that's not what we're saying. You know, whatever we're trying to we're trying to make sure you become wealthy for generations to come. You know, so we this is something where finances, if you especially if you're looking for it depends on the type of girl you want. You want them blue check girls, you gotta have you gotta make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think being good stewards of finances, um, regardless of how much money you make in, can make you feel like you have money and let your status be of a certain elk, even though you don't make as much money as somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the guy that makes a hundred thousand dollars and his expenses is 80,000 and he has 20,000 to work with. It's about the guy that's probably making fifty thousand dollars and his stat and his expenses is twenty thousand and he has thirty thousand he can work with. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the different uh those are what we mean by finances and being good stewards. That thirty thousand you can definitely save, you can invest, you can start a business, you can do all these certain things with that extra amount of money and that surplus that you can make it seem like you have in what you do, but you make it, you have, people can see that you have it all together and maybe you're a, a football coach. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a football coach doesn't mean that um, you, you're not high status with money. I believe that it's all about surplus and lower expenses versus how, what is your gross salary? That, say that to one, me is break, key. Say that one more time for the people who are not listening. Men, it's about your surplus and your lower expenses not about your gross salary in the beginning of the year so what do you mean by surplus so you take your salary you take your expenses if you take if you take your salary minus your expenses you get a number that number can be in a negative negative 10,000 or that number can be in a positive positive 2500 whatever Whatever that number is, and if it's a positive number, that means it is a surplus. So to me, with financial freedom and financial opportunity, and with a lot of business opportunity, like investment opportunity, like savings opportunity, it all stems from your surplus. The higher your surplus is, the more opportunity that brings. Mm-hmm. Once again, that can mean somebody's making 50000 and their expenses are $20,000 a year, they have a surplus of $30,000 yeah. for the year. That is an, a tremendous surplus. Yeah. Versus the guy that's making $100,000 a year, his expenses is $80,000 a year, and his only, his surplus is only $20,000. Yes. To me, the guy that has making $50,000, 
and have a $30,000 surplus to me is the more financially opportunity person, even though he's making less money. Yeah. Does that make sense, Feast? That makes 110% sense. And for me, I'm going to take a little different approach to where Chris went. And I'm actually going to talk about the net um, gross income that you're bringing in each year. Go ahead. Because Chris's point is true, and I'm a huge believer in expenses and surplus and all, all those things. But it also, the, the, the challenge is, is that a person who, who's living off $30,000 only has $30,000 to pay for a home, a car, food, you know, 100%. healthcare, all that stuff. So yep. it's just, unfortunately, yes, you, you don't want to live like that. You don't want to live like that, but gotcha. there is way more wiggle room for you to continue to grow and blossom. I got you. But so as a man, you want to live a life, I always believe as a man, you want to live a life where you can be happy. Yes. And you can have your bills paid for, like Chris said, being a surplus and live a happy life. And not just, and that's like level one. Yeah. But level two is I want to live a life where I can bring a woman into here and we both can be happy. Yes. Then level three is I want to live a life where I can bring a woman and a child onto here and we all can be happy. Mm-hmm. So you as a man need to have enough money to work up the levels. There you go. You want a family? That means you need to, you yourself, not this power couple type of these soft European guys to go 50-50. <laughs> Europeans. And so... As a man, you need to, that needs to be your thing. So for me, I always view it like, this is my brain goals. If I'm making $50,000 a year, I can, I can live very happily. If I'll have a wife, $100,000 a year, I can live happily. When I have kids, I want 50, I can live happily. When I have four kids, two hundred and fifty. I'm, you know, so it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so as a guy, you gotta understand where you are at, because especially when you're dealing with women, that's how they view you. Yeah, they view you as if we have kids. She's not judging you off of just you. She's judging you off of if we gonna have kids. Is that little money that you're making be able to take care of the family? And like I said, you go from ten back down. And my thing was, I wrote this down, but I lost it. So I'm going I'm I'm to just, let's do this experiment on this, okay? Okay, okay. I, with 10, I think I said 400 plus. 10 what? Like a, a, a 10 finances. Oh, 10 finances. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you go 400 plus? Uh, yeah, that's, that's way 1%. more percent. Way more enough, yes. Um, I think I said nine. Freak, I wish I remember I wrote this crap down. Um, nine was... I know what five was. What was five? I believe five was 40 through 55. Okay. That's a five. That's about average. That's about average. And I, I think six was 55 to 75. Uh, yeah. Seven was 70 to 100. Okay. Eight was 100 to two. Okay. And nine was 200 to four. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So as a man, you got to kind of see, yo, where are you at financially? Exactly. And going back to, hey, value system, what are you? Like, are you in the average? We're not talking, we're not, I'm not even doing the zeros to fours. If you're below average, no matter what that number is, we don't care about that. Yeah. At least start from average. Yeah. So as a guy, the first goal should always be $40,000 a year. Yes. That's a good first starting goal. Yes. And like I said, Constantly work yourself up. 
Anything you want want to add or discuss no, about no, that? No, no. I think that's a very good measuring uh, tool and stick. And then, yeah, you have to come up with ways to how can I get to the next level. Yeah. Some guys are going to be different. Yeah. I mean, it's maybe starting a business. It may be going back to school. Mm-hmm. You know? It may be getting a, 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 a license. You know? It may be learning a new trade. Exactly. You know? It may be investing in Airbnbs. It may be starting a tour. I don't know. Yeah. So it depends on uh, whatever you got to do to get to the next level. Exactly. And to make things clear, the number system, is it is subjective. Yes. So it's not saying that you can't meet an amazing woman or live an amazing life if you have a five finances. It's not, it's not saying Nobody's those saying things. That. No one's saying those things. But we're just saying if you're trying to understand where you fit in the grand scheme of life compared to everybody else, like if, if life is giving you a test – and you're comparing yourself to everybody else, this is where you're at. Yeah. You know? And so definitely you always, like I said, as a man, women love ambition. Yes. They love it. They do. They love ambition. They strive for it. They love it so much. So as a man, you can never be content with where you're at. And you need to always have a plan to improve where you're at. Exactly. So guys, right now, if you see something like, you know what? I'm cool, you know, I make $45,000 a year, I got my own little apartment, got a nice car, I play games, and I'm chilling. I'm happy. Nobody. Keep on working, keep on improving, keep on trying to grow. Exactly. You got to always go to the next step further and further. It's, it's, it's a part of being high value. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a part of challenging stuff. You don't want to never be dormant and just be stagnant. Yes. You don't want to have that in your lifestyle because you're not going to be happy eventually. Eventually, you're going to look and everybody passed you up. Mm-hmm. Everybody passed you up, man. Yeah. Like, dang, uh, little Tyrone, you still, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. that apartment, ba- nah, fam. Yeah, it's time to move up, mm-hmm. get new goals, set yourself, expound. You know, try new things. Yeah. Do not get comfortable. Comfort is the devil. Devil. And remember, guys, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Amen, brother. So it's not about if you're like if you're 27 years old and you only make forty thousand dollars a year. That's not the problem. Yeah, it's not. It's never about where you're at today. As long as you have a goal to move forward, yes. and you're constantly learning and growing and improving. There's nothing wrong with that. So I don't want people to feel like I got to have this all together by a certain age. There's no age. It's up to you to analyze where you're at and then how you're going to move forward and what pace is best comfortable for you. Amen, brother. Love it. And then the third thing, which makes a man high value, which is, to me, the most important thing of all, is confidence. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, and most important for the man himself. Mm -hmm. Because you can be famous... And I have confidence. And people can tell. Yes. You have a lot of money and I have confidence. And people can tell. Yes. But you got confidence and you walk in the room like you like you own the place. With no money. With no money. With no status. People will tell. People will people can tell and people will treat you differently. Yes. You've seen it happen many times. Yes. So the thing about confidence is a lot of times confidence comes from those other things. So confidence might come from your style. Yeah. It might come from you being in shape. It might come from your money. It might come from your job. It might come from other things. So the, the hard thing about confidence is most people confidence, they gain it from something else. Exactly. So, for example, Chris, starting tight ends, you know, starting power forward on the basketball team, that's where a lot of his confidence comes from. Yeah. The hottest girl in school likes you. Confidence comes from that. Yeah. So, the hardest thing, in my opinion, for men is to have internal confidence in spite of everything around them. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough to build up. It yeah. really is. It really is. 
Got to work at it, though. Yeah. You know, definitely got to, you know, I mean, practice that, watch some videos, you know, figure out what, like, what can bring you confidence? Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have it now, like, what can you, what can bring your self-confidence without somebody else around? A lot of, probably men, if you, I know certain things that you can do right now is work on your shape. You know, like, if you know you look better than what you did three months ago, that can bring you a lot more confidence. No, I'm talking about, like, let me give you an example. Okay. Like, I've been working out for the past three months. Yeah. And I've gained, made a lot of gains. Yeah. But because of the quarantine situation, I can't work out. Yeah. And I'm shriveling up. Yeah. So when I went on a date, and like I felt less confident because I'm smaller. Yeah. So I'm talking about, like, without all that stuff... Like, how can a man gain confidence mm -hmm. without having a fresh haircut, without mm -hmm. having, you know, the muscles, without having a nice car? Like, I want a confidence that's, like, unshakable. Yeah, they have to know themselves. Yeah. And, and know themselves, um, know what they are going to be rather than what they are today. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of self-awareness, I feel like. You know what you're good at, what you're not so good at, and being aware of that, and you know how to, you know, explain or d deter away from those conversations. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, to me, it's a lot of stuff you have. You have to know yourself. Yeah. Um. So you know, let's say I know my I know myself, and I feel like I'm a loser. Mm -hmm. How do I gain confidence? You have to do things to make you not feel like a loser. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, what makes you feel like a loser, Peace? Not saying you personally. No, I, I agree with you. I guess for me, it's like, to that question you just asked me, that's, instead of doing things, find out what makes you lack confidence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the same question, yeah. in a sense. I feel like, what makes you lack confidence? It's like, oh, well, I don't, you know. Okay, I see where you're going Yeah, from. I don't that's like my shape. Point. All right, yeah, well, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I see where you're Do going Do some sit-ups, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 I see where you're going That's from. what I'm saying. I guess I was thinking, you're 110% you're right. I guess my brain was thinking, like, I lack confidence because... My mom said I was stupid. Yeah. I lack confidence because, not saying me, mom, obviously. Obviously. You know, Africans don't be paying attention <laughs> to context. But, you know, like, they, they lack confidence because of something that's happened in which they can't look in the mirror and be happy. But your point is 100% yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, I You got to fix the person you gotta in the mirror. Hit the you got to fix the person in the mirror. You gotta I lack confidence because I stay at home with my mom. Well, motherfucker, get it out the house. Get out the house. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what I mean? So it's... Yes, it's something like that. You yes. have to start with step one to get to step 50. You exactly, know I mean? exactly. And then eventually you develop confidence and believe exactly. in yourself. Because you, you, that's what I'm saying. Once you knock out something, you check marker box, it gives you more motivation to check yeah. out the second box. So, so the, what I'm going to ask a lot of you guys is, and this is an honest question, honest, you got to ask yourself, how confident are you? Yeah. And you have to be really honest. Mm-hmm. Like, 10 means you can walk up to President Obama and have a conversation without your heart beating. Yeah. That means, that means Rihanna's in the club popping Ace of Spades bottles with all her baddies, and you walk up to her and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I think you look lovely tonight. Would you care for a drink? Yeah. That's a 10. That's a 10. That's a 10. You can pass the bodyguards. That's, yeah. that's a definitely a 10 if you can do that. 100%. So you got to ask yourself, where are you at confidence-wise? Yeah. So I'm interested, where, where do you feel like you're at confidence-wise? Yeah, man, I feel like confidence can, can change from room to room. Um, what's, you said 10 is shooting at a shot Rihanna. What's five? Five is average. That means, like, 
depending on how you feel, you you could you could talk to a girl. Depending, you have to you have to feel it in a situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you can talk to a girl. You know, you can look people in your eyes when you talk to them. Yeah, you can have a conversation with strangers. Like yeah, you you're just you you have a general decent human like ability to hold your own. Mm. I'm definitely above average. Um. Depending on the day, I would say uh, six or seven. Mm-hmm. Depending on the day. What makes you non confident then? What makes, why is it a six or seven? What makes you not confident? I think it's a lot of things just internally, you know, okay. like with my own, like, you know, like not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like things like that, um, that brings me value. So there's a lot of things that, uh, it's not so much walking the room and people viewing me some type of way. Like it's not so much that. Mm-hmm. It's like that foundation. If I know if I got my foundation right, like yeah, you know, I'm fairly 100 percent confident. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's what probably what it is. Um, my body. I used to care a lot more about it. Probably like last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I mean, women like my body. I don't know why. But <laughs> So it's like it's not as of a big deal. No, I still want to be healthier. Yeah. Um, I feel like you don't. I feel like most guys don't understand bodies the way women understand bodies. Yeah. People think women, and I. And when we get to the fitness plot, I really believe it's true. People think women like the shredded guy. Yeah. They don't like that. I'm telling you, the shredded yeah, no. guy is not the like women like the like you are the in a fight. I feel safe around him. Yeah. Like, that's like the number one ideal. The I feel safe around him. Like you have proportionate arms, legs, mm-hmm. you're you're solid, you're a solid guy. I you remind me of an ox. <laughs> you know? <laughs> an ox. You know, you're an ox. Like women like that ox kind yeah. of body. Like, cause I and so I, I just wanted to say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, call me an ox. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I, women told me that. Yes, you know, yes. like they have told me that yeah. that um, there's like nothing, nothing wrong with me. Like, um, and I get that because I do like a fullback uh, or a linebacker. I understand that. Um, so that's the best body type, man. And back in the day, when you go into war, freaking Achilles looked like you. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, so yeah, no, I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm. I'm similar to you. I'm I'm about a seven, and it's for those reasons too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, like, once we get that, it's gonna be yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's yeah, gonna be scary. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, it'll be nasty. You know? Yeah. You know? So. Uh, don't let me get a tattoo. Yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. Right yeah. No, it's funny, but uh, yeah. I mean, so if if guys, once again, you have to work your way backwards. If you're if you have unlimited sh- crazy shot range at shooting Rihanna as a ten. And you got, you know, five being five and you got us being six or seven. You have to look like, you know, where are you ranking at? And, yeah. you know, all right, you know where you're ranking at. Let's figure out how we can work to your way to your next level, you know, yeah. and continue to improve, improve. But I do think comedy also stems from, you know, the status and the financials. I think that has a very big proponent yes. in having confidence. 110%. So if you need to focus definitely on uh, finances and status and that would bring confidence. Yes. Number four is style. And this is something that somebody brought up to me that I didn't realize it, but it's so true. Do you know how women are so obsessed with how they look? Yeah. 
they're so obsessed with their shoes, their clothes, their hair. They're so obsessed with those things. If women are so obsessed with how they look, why do you feel? Why do men feel like women won't be obsessed with how they as men look? Yeah, it's important. Like, do you know how many girls? I it wasn't until recently that I started taking this seriously. How many girls look at shoes first? Yeah, it's very important, man. They look at shoes, and then they go up. Yep. I knew this one girl. Crazy story, man. This freaking girl. <laughs> Body's amazing. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and she she shot her shot at me. Hey. Like you said, the typical shot. Hit her up. And then she was super interested. And all of a sudden, she just vanished. Mm. It was weird. But anyway, but she was telling me that... Um, it was a long time ago, in case you're, you're watching my podcast. Um <laughs> I was, I was waiting for the message to pop yeah. up. I really was. But uh, she told me that if a guy walks up to her and his shoes are dirty, nothing he can do. Tough. Nothing he can do afterwards. It's, yeah. all, it's always over. Yeah. So I feel as though as a guy, style is so important. And style to me is the head to toe. Great. Haircut. Yep. Beard grooming. Yep. Shirt. Yep. Pants. Belt. belt Nails being cut, yeah. boogers out your nose, All that. ears clean, earwax creeping, ugh. yeah, ears cleaned, yeah. You know, maybe your jewelry, watch, yes. earrings, yes. chain, yes. shoes, yes. socks, matching yes. socks, zip your zipper up, zipper zip zippy zip up, yes. All those things are part of when you walk in a room. And Chris always described it. He said walking in a room with a suit. Mm-hmm. Versus walking in the room in sweats, night and day treatment. Night and day treatment, one hundred percent. It's 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 actually very incredible. Yeah, you know, like and if you remember that, remember the time we was in Miami, if we was going through from section to section to section, just because we looked like we belonged there because yeah. we had suits on, and we just walked confidently, like you know what I mean, like just walked up in there, like hey, yeah, where we? You and know? then they were kicking people out. They were kicking people out and skipped over <laughs> it, and we did not belong. Yeah. But we it made it seem like we belonged there because we were in suits and we looked good and we also had confidence and we had style. Yeah. So um it definitely is night and day how people when they see you and see what you're wearing, see what kind of style you are, you know, that's people that's a quick notice of what women and how they judge you. Yeah. Even men too, you know, so they I mean they'll definitely treat you more with respect that they really feel in the shoes you're wearing, the style that you have, the creativity, all those things. Like you said, you can make it your own. Yeah. You know, and Shoot, start start small, goddammit. God damn I would say if you had to pick a store, go go to Zara. Mm-hmm. Zara to me would would get you right from head to toe. They yeah. got the shoes, they got the belt, they got the pants, they got the shirts, they got the relaxed fit, they got the summer look, spring, they got the suits, they got all that. All yeah. the stuff that you need is in Zara. Yeah. If Zara is a little bit too more too expensive for you, which I don't think it is, I think the prices are very reliable. Go to Monkey Town. Where's Monkey Town? H and M. Monkey Town is there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> H&M is fine Even though I, I rarely find anything at H&M Me personally If you're starting off From ground H- zero Yeah H&M I would say Marshalls too uh-huh. Marshalls got a lot of name brand From the low low A lot of name brand Did Marshalls have shoes? They do um, It's just not like they own shoes They got like different brand shoes mm-hmm. You know yeah. They got like Marshalls got polo I mean you can't go wrong with polo Polo kind of out of style But you can't really go wrong with polo Yeah Like if you can make the polo work If you can rock it Yeah um, so I mean, it's certain things. If you if you need like a nice freaking, even though Hafiz doesn't like tennis shoes, 
but tennis shoes can work mm-hmm. if you know how to wear them. A simple Air Force One nowadays is amazing. Yeah, they still they get the top, they get the uh, job done. A nice brown shoe, black shoe, boots. Yeah, you know you need a bomber jacket. I mean you need a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, trench goes a little bit next. Work your way, work your way, work your way up. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah, yeah. so uh, figure it out and, and get some style, man. Get some style. I definitely think it also it make you feel better too. Definitely, we know fellas how much a haircut. Makes us feel. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big proponent of going to the barber versus cutting your hair. I don't yeah. know the whole saving money thing, yada, yada, yada. It's not like, worth it. It's really, to me, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's really not. You're yeah. not your haircut is not going to be as good as the barber. You will save a lot of more time. Like, if you fuck up, that's on you. Yeah. You can't bring it back. Mm-hmm. So just go to the barber, let the professionals do it, and then also it's a way to get out the house. Yeah. And I also want to add, people got to think about it like this. If you go into a job interview wearing baggy clothes, ties all messed up, you know, freaking ketchup on your pants, you're not getting the job. No. Because your presentation is all off. Yep. Presentation is extremely important. So, guys, be sure to be making, to be optimizing your presentation. And, like, I love Chris's point about find your style. You don't have to wear what I wear. You don't have to wear what Chris wear. Find what fits you the best. But make sure, A, it fits you. This isn't the 90s anymore. You know, four X tall tees and, you know, pant sizes, six sizes too big is not the move anymore. No, not at all. No helicopter bagginess in your pants where you can just stretch them out like that. No, no, no. Make sure everything fits you accordingly. And I just, like I said, I highly, this is really important because this is one thing that a lot of guys can't do today. Yeah. A lot, a lot of you can do, do that today. You know, it might take you a minute to go c- climb the corporate ladder. Yes. It may take you a minute to be able to get your money up. It may take you a minute to be able to get that real life confidence. But some of you guys right now have an extra $100, maybe extra $200, can go to the store, get you a nice outfit, you know, a nice suit or whatever it may be, and just have that in the collection for important dates, important meetings, job interviews, and, you know, outings with friends. Exactly. And and always think of it as one piece at a time. You ain't got to buy a whole wardrobe right now. One piece at a time. Yes. Last but not least. It's fitness. To me, fitness, there's this video from this guy. Um, he's the, op- he's, uh, I call him anti-Stefan. Okay. Cause he's like the he's like the guy version of Stefan. He's just it's so funny, um, and um, he said, if you don't have the discipline to go into the gym consistently, you will never have the discipline to do anything else you want in in your life. Mm. So much of fitness is really about health and discipline That's than true. just aesthetics. Agreed. When you can discipline yourself to Experience suck. That's what the gym is. Yeah. When you go to the gym, you experience temporal suck for a long-term gain. Yep. That sets a precedent to do that in every other aspect of your life. Yep. And a lot of guys lack discipline. And so, so many people are not optimizing their own bodies because they're out of shape. Beer bellies. Yep. Noodle arms. Noodle arms. A lot of people are not <laughs> optimizing their bodies because they're, you know, drinking, 
sugary juices all the time, like it's water. Yeah. They're not, you know, dieting correctly. They're eating fried chicken for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ridiculous. You know, they're always snacking on, you know, hot Cheetos and Takis and, you know, Taki- zebra cakes. Uh-huh. and Zebra cakes. <laughs> Fam, you all don't and still eating zebra cakes. <laughs> not... Nah, you should not be eating zebra cakes no more, fam. Like, put the zebra cake down. That is crazy. I've been having zebra cake in literally like junior year of high school. All right, fam, do not eat no more zebra cakes. I'm going to shut that shit up right now. It's not, I'm not even laughing. This shit not funny. Not. Do not eat no more zebra cakes, fam. Put, put it down. Put, put it down. Put the zebra cake down. Put the zebra cake down. That's crazy. You don't even feel like a man eating that. Duh. <laughs> For real. Uh, snap. So, yeah, man. So, I feel as though as a man, you have to optimize yourself. And my big thing is that everybody is not about being freaking um, Chad Leon. It's not about being Simeon Panda. It's not about being this super chiseled guy. It's not about being him. It's about being your best version of yourself. That's what it is. So, even with the fitness stuff, I don't do... Numbers, because I don't think that's fair. Because mm-hmm. everyone's body type, no matter how much I work out, I'm never going to be as big as Simeon Panda is. Yeah, yeah. He's a freaking Goliath. Yeah, he's a freaking freaking nature. No miles that. And so for me, it's like I'll never get that large. So I can't, there's no standard. It's just yourself and your best version of yourself. Exactly. And so for me, it's like, guys, that's one. I said before, I said fitness is, I mean, the, the um, style is the one thing you can do today. Fitness is the one thing you have absolute control over. Yeah, 100%. You have absolute control over. If, if, you, if you don't have $20 a month to go to LA Fitness, to go to the gym, you ain't serious about life. Don't talk to me. <laughs> you're not. You're not serious. You're not. Not serious. 100%. And you're not serious, and you know who you are, if you can't go to the gym on your own. If you can't get up, if you need someone to wake you up, if you need mommy to wake you up, if you can't get up at least three times a week and go to the gym and work out on your own, you're not serious about life. Yeah, three times a week is really not nothing. I'm also like, you, wake up. You don't got to lift every day. Maybe you hoop. Maybe you swim. Maybe do the yoga thing. Maybe do the bicycle, soul cycle, whatever it is. But at least three times a day, give yourself some... Sorry, three times a week, give yourself some form of discipline in your life. You got to get that simple, fam. You can do that. And you can change it. You can go once in the morning, once in the evening, or one day in the morning, one day in the evening, and literally one in a weekday, and that's fine. You know? You can do it. Yes. But you can do it. You, you really can. You have enough time to do it. It's, it's, it's all about willpower and want. All about willpower and want, for sure. And it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. Yes. Too but, many. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I like, like, yeah, like you, like you said, it's short temporal like pain for long term gain, uh, but it also comes with, like you said, food as well. I think health wise, it comes with food, but also, man, go to the doctor. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. like, go to the doctor, get checked out. The um, STD test. Do, please, if you have not done that, you have to at least do that once a year, at least. Yeah. Say at least, <laughs> at least once a year, <laughs> at least. <laughs> At least once a year. Every time you don't use a condom, goddamn it, you should go get tested. Hundred percent. And the tests are not cheap. I'm not saying I know, <laughs> but I am saying that you are gonna spend at least three hundred dollars. So it's three hundred dollars if you have no insurance. Wow. If you have no insurance, I'm not saying I'm paying that. I'm just letting you know. Wow. If you don't have insurance, it's gonna be at least three. If you're getting everything tested, you can get like one or two things tested. <laughs> but it's like 
That sounds good. Yeah. Especially if you have symptoms, motherfucker. Go get tested. <laughs> oh, it's going to go away. I'm just take these antibiotics. Like, what? <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, for, like, for real, people, you got you to gotta go get tested. You got to get health, um, be healthy. Go to the doctor. Get checked up mm-hmm. at least once a year. Um, and then also, yeah, once you learn about your body and your doctor's they can tell you exactly what kind of workouts, what kind of food help you, and all those things mm-hmm. can really uh, help out. Because health is wealth, mm-hmm. you know. Like all this stuff matters. Like it's good, but if you having heart conditions at forty five, it's like what the crap. Yeah, your kids are only barely teenagers. They, you know, it's like nah, doc. Yeah, you need to make sure you are healthy for the long run, dude, and to see the whole thing through. You want to see your grandkids. Yeah, you know what I mean. You want to play with your kids. Like all those things, you have to make sure you're healthy. I agree 110%. So, guys, like I said, ask of where you're at. And if, on the fitness spectrum, yeah, where so you're at. 10 is what? Simon Panda? I said, I don't like to do. Oh, you don't want to do numbers. I don't want, I want to do other people. You don't want to do a, a rank. I got you. But if we're going to if we're gonna do that, yes, yeah, Simeon Panda is definitely, definitely a 10. <laughs> definitely a 10. That's you know? like a far 10. That's yeah. like an unrealistic 10. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself, like I said, it's just about about you. It's about maximizing you, you know. What's the 10 for you? When in your life, at what point or part of your life you were the 10 if you were there? Like, this was the best shape of my life. That might be your 10. Yes. I don't know. But then it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. If you've never been in shape. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard if you've never been in shape. Yeah. That's true. Because it's easy for us we're athletes, so we, yeah. can, we can look back to something. Yeah. But to me, I think the, I think a lot of it goes back to, like, you know, if your belly is protruding ridiculously, yo, take care of that. Yeah, you, you know? should be able to see your penis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you really should. Like, yeah. you should. If you look, you have to be able to look down, but oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. You shouldn't have to move everything out the way. You know what I mean? You should just yeah. be able to grab it straight down, <laughs> not from the side. You have to go around the objects. You shouldn't have to do all that. <laughs> Peter Griffin. <laughs> Should not have to do all that, fam. Yeah. So yeah, so definitely make it work. Definitely, guys. Um, you know, like I said, take it seriously. Take it seriously. For those, because I realized something about the fitness thing. A lot of people um, have not did. I mean, have not did not do sports in high school, so That's they don't true. know how to work out. Yeah. So what I'm going to do in the future, I, I am going to do um, workouts. And put out the whole video so people can know exactly what to do and watch it. So I'll, I'll do Monday through Friday. Here's all the workouts I do so people can do it. I'll put it out in the future, especially on Patreon. Um, especially running as well, the running workouts that, that we do. I'll put it all out there. Good. Um, so you guys can know what it is. For those people who have a little bit of extra money, I highly advise a good personal trainer. Yes. I highly advise one. And my thing with personal trainers, I look, I want a before and after picture. I don't want someone just naturally just gifted because then he can't work out very well. I want someone who has before and after picture of himself and clients. Yeah, agreed. And then for uh, if you're a girl listening to this or you're a guy, classes are great. Soul Cycle, Hot Yoga, classes are great. Chris loves hooping. Oh, man, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it whatever activity gets you body pump, whatever it is. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, hooping for me is more of like a stress reliever rather than. I mean, it's a running workout, but I don't go to it just to work out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm hooping, I mean, I kind of count it as a workout, but really not. Um, but yeah, so whatever that is, definitely do it. I mean, because I I much rather um, 
a boot camp type of environment versus yeah. like a one-on-one trainer. A CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That I know that will do tremendous, like wonders for me. And uh, the key sure. of fitness is consistency. consistency. Jesus, consistency Lord. is key. Whether you're doing Tybo, P90X, CrossFit, working at the gym, whatever it is, consistency is key. Tybo. Wax on, <laughs> <laughs> wax on, wax off, three times a week, at least three three months straight. Yeah, at least at three least. months straight. Initially, maybe take a break. Um, after that, and a week break, and then go on. Like, but I'm telling you, don't worry about the results day to day. Worry about the results in cycles. Exactly. So and then get creative too. Like, you know, exactly. if you get Mix bored with going to the gym and whatever, then freaking start fighting. Yeah. Go to a boxing class. Go to taekwondo. My friend was doing. Um, Zach Richardson is doing. Um, Brazilian jiu jitsu. You said that mother figure is so hard. Yeah, because that's that's nothing but on the ground. Yeah, and you're wrestling basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably, they say like 10 min, minutes of wrestling is like a whole marathon. Yeah. Like, it's not, them, them boys not playing. Yeah, though. they're not. Damn. Yeah, but you got, you run a, a lot of risks though when you start wrestling and fighting other people because some people can control themselves and, yeah. um, <laughs> and you actually in a fight. You, you can't actually get mad because he's been going there for three years. Yeah. So he'll put you in an arm bar and he's like, I'll break your arm right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jiu-Jitsu is a whole different level, man. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu is probably the hardest thing to master in the fighting So style. Zach said what they do is they do one-off, one-off, one-on, one-off matches oh, in Jesus which Christ. you wrestle somebody for three minutes straight. The moment the match is over, somebody who has not wrestled is rested up and you have to wrestle him immediately. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nah, dog. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. Jiu-Jitsu is a whole nother level, man. That's a whole... I would not start there. <laughs> I would not start there. Like, Jiu-Jitsu is somebody that's like... They've been fighting, at least fighting style for at least two years. Yeah. Like, like they have some kind of cardio fighting yeah. in their in their resume. But jujitsu wrestling, man, fam, that's yeah. a whole different. Like them boys are not playing. Yeah, and so like I said, guys, before you complain about your life, mm-hmm. before you complain about the women that you're getting, before you complain about the respect that you're receiving, ask yourself, where am I at on the scale? Right. So I gave you five different categories. Do all five. Add them together. You know, take your number from one to ten in each category, add it all together, then divide that by five, and then see where you're at. Yep. See where you're at. If your overall is a three or four, you got work to do. So you always want to be improved. You always want to be advanced. You always, you just, guys, I want... Anyone who want listen to the roommates to be obsessed with self-improvement, ambition, getting better. I don't care where you're at. I don't care where you're at. I don't care where you're at. I care where you're going. Yep. Constantly improve, constantly grow. I want to see growth. I want to see results. Hopefully you see results in our lives. We constantly want to improve. Yep. High value, high character male. Chris, anything in closing? Nah, man. You said it, you said it perfectly, man. High character, high value. And let's level up. My name is Afiz. Let's start the show, Pepe. We are the roommates and Woo! adios. <laughs>